0: Howdy, howdy, howdy! Uh, welcome. My name's Eric, and this is Bertha, and this is Totally Bias. Uh, this week, our Would You Rather is uh, is is kind of based off of the Indiana Penn State game, uh, and the question is: If you were in Indiana's coach's shoes, would you go for the two, like he did, and the win, or do you kick the extra point and go for the tie and continue? overtime
1: yeah so if you didn't watch that game the ending of that game was ridiculous it was awesome football um honestly kind of bad football that ended up being awesome football but great game we'll talk about that later um i think in that case i think the easy answer is to say you go for the tie always you know you don't want to lose but it's kind of like the conservative way of looking at it indiana was an underdog obviously penn state was ranked eight it's considered as probably the second best team in the big ten Indiana shouldn't be even like close to doing anything in the Big Ten, so momentum is key there. Um, you're the fact that they got to overtime, like tied it, and then went to overtime, and we're in that setting to try to win it. I think you always go for two in there. I mean, momentum's on your back. You're in. You're technically at home, which isn't a big deal, and in, in because of COVID, There's not as many fans. But you know, like, when else are you going to have a chance to beat Penn State like that? Like the the talent between Penn State and Indiana is drastically different. And the fact that they were so close, being an underdog, you always go for the win. Got to go for the win.
0: Yeah, I, I think I'd have to say I agree and go for the two. I mean, I, I understand why. Like, as you mentioned, uh, Penn State is theoretically the better team. Whether or not 100%. they are will be, uh, you know, that's why they play the games. Exactly. Uh, I think... Indiana's it, ranked higher now. So. It's true. They are ranked higher. If you are the lesser team yeah. and you find yourself in a tie in overtime with a chance to win, you always go for it. And mm-hmm. I think if you're a coach, going for two is is a sign of like one or two things. It's either you're ballsy as shit, <laughs> so it's like you're like a Mike Gundy or a Leech or Leach. a Lane Kiffin or something like that, mm-hmm. or you don't trust your squad to keep up with the other team for more overtime. And I think this is one of those cases where if you're Indiana, you have a chance to win the game right there and not put it on your offense Mm -hmm. and defense again to try, you know, because you you have to kind of wonder, like, if, if Penn State is actually a better team, the law of averages tells us that eventually they will outplay Indiana so mm-hmm. you might as well gamble Yeah, and it's two yards.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah. You could get a flip play in, in two yards, something like it was kind of at the end. Yeah. And anything you think it happened, So, yeah.
0: And I, I think the, the greater question is like, as a general rule, if I was a coach, when would I do that? And I think I'm probably mm-hmm. a little bit more risky than some might be, you know, mm-hmm. um, if you do it and it doesn't work, you just get shot on. I mean, yeah. just dumped on. Yeah. But, but if you get it, you look like an absolute legend. See,
1: that's the. I, I agree with everything you said until right there at the end, because even if you go for it and you lose, you look still good because I don't know, I don't know what the line was for this game, but it had to be at least fourteen to Penn State. Yeah. Like probably or at least ten, but like, if Penn State would have squeaked that one out because Indiana went for two and didn't get it and they and Penn State one by one, you would we would still be critiquing the fuck out of Penn State of like, they're not for real, they're gonna lose bad against Ohio State, Indiana shouldn't be that good, yada yada yada. So I think it you do lose and so like you do look like the goat instead of like the genius if you don't get it, but it's more of like it's more of like, um I don't think it is like a lose win situation. More almost a win win. I mean, just the case that they were in overtime is a win for them. So why not fucking go for it? Try to get the win like outright. Like a, a, an actual win is better than the moral win, but they were going to get the moral win anyways, being that close and going into the overtime with Penn State. So I think
0: there's nothing to lose there for going for it. So the line for that game was six to Penn State. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's actually, they projected it to be closer than. Interesting. Yeah. But, you know, you also have to. It was in Indiana, and as we always say, oh, yeah. it's a three-point three swing points. or so. So you'd look at it like maybe nine points. But, I mean, if you just look at history and, you know, what people are going to – you're going to put Penn State over Indiana. I mean, yeah. Indiana is not a football powerhouse by no, any means. No. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think that the long-winded answer comes to an end with, I, yes, I would go for two in that situation. Yeah. And I think you're saying – Yeah, as favorite.
1: an underdog. Getting to that
0: point, yeah. But segue right into what this game actually was, right? So how did it get to overtime? Is very interesting. It was an absolute shit show there at the end. If you're if you're Penn State, yeah. Right. I mean, there. It
1: was a, it was a it was a fun, as I said, ending to the game. Um, they score, go up one with, like, seven minutes left or something like that. Uh, Indiana gets a ball. I like the 25. I think they go three and out. And you're like, all right, well, this game's over. Penn State's going to get it with, like, five minutes or something, four minutes. Um, Run the clock, right? Like, it's pretty standard. Um, You know, big program. They know what to do. Indiana didn't do anything. You're going to rely on your running backs just run it kill the clock, get away with it. They get it real, I think the punt was kind of bad, and they get it kind of close, like at the 40, they got a couple of plays there, like at the 20. And if you look at the play, there's two. There's like two or three Indiana, like safeties and like DBs that literally like kind of get out of the way for the Penn State running back, which I can't remember his name right now. And he doesn't realize that he shouldn't have scored with about two minutes left or a minute 50 left. Danny Ford is huh?
0: the Penn State running back.
1: What is his name? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he doesn't realize he should have probably not scored as as it was said in the the cast and people have said as Todd Gurley does to, you know, you ice the game. I get that like, you're up one. You always want to score. Everybody likes getting touchdowns and stats and stuff. But if you score and you give enough time, you're still only up by eight, and you gotta you gotta do better there. And They asked James Franklin. James Franklin said we talked about it. I don't know who you talk to about it because the fucking running back who had the ball didn't know to do it too late. Too late. So that's just – hindsight, you need to do better there. And that's what big programs like Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State do. I think Penn State is a big program, but that's just a mistake, utter and stupid mistake that pretty much cost them the
0: game. Well, we always, we always talk about how um, if, you're, if you're Devin Ford in this situation and you see an open goal line – there has to be something instinctual to, to just yeah, be like, but... get the ball across the line. But yeah, you, you have to have, I mean, I guess that's what separates the the elite teams from the Penn State. The good, great teams, is, not yeah, the elite. That's that's where the difference is. Like, if you're, you know, if you're Najee Harris, you're going down before the line. If yep. you're Travis Etienne, you're going down before the line. Like, yep. you you have to know to do that. And, but like I said, it's hard to not take points in some of those situations. But
1: but you got to know. You have to know. Like, we talked about it two weeks ago or whatever when it was with, with Bo Nix in game management and time management. You need to know where you're at in the game. Like, for his, was different because he didn't even get a first down trying to get a touchdown. For Devin – what's his name? Devin Ford. Ford. you got to know where you're at. You're up one. If you score, you will up be up eight, but you're giving the ball back to them. It's still a one-score game. It's not like if you're up five or seven – where you're going to go up two, two scores, and yeah. annihilate it. You're up one still with a touchdown. I don't really think it comes down to him. Like you said, you see an open lane. You want to get points. You want to get stats. You want to get your touchdown. It's what everybody wants to do. But, like, James Franklin or that coaching staff has to be telling them in the huddle, has to be telling the quarterback to tell the back or something, hey, man, we're just going to run the clock. Just kill the clock. If you kill the clock, game's over. Done. You won. Yeah. But, no, he didn't, and then uh, Indiana got it with, like, a minute 30 or whatever it was, rolled down the field, scored a touchdown, scored two points because they were down eight.
0: Goes into overtime. Goes into overtime. The full the full play-by-play is Indiana's up 17-7 at half. The third quarter is essentially scoreless until there's straight zeros on the clock. Penn State scores a 35-yard touchdown run to, to make it 14-17. Yeah, the quarterback... Um... Sean Clifford. Clifford, that's it. Yeah. Iowa scores a field goal on their next possession, 20-14. Yeah, Indiana. Uh, And then Penn State scores a touchdown on a 60-yard pass. Yeah. With two minutes and 30 seconds left in the game to make it 21-20. And then Penn State gets the ball back, goes down and scores... As we just mentioned, when they shouldn't have, up one with a minute 42 left in the game to make it 28, 20. And then Indiana goes down and scores a touchdown with 22 seconds left. And a two-pointer. And then gets the two-pointer. Takes it to overtime. To go to overtime. Penn State scores touchdown, kicks it, extra point, 35, 28. Indiana (laughs) scores. It's... 35, 34, and as we, we obviously talked about at the, the beginning Go of the for show. It. Go for they it. They went for two. And obviously this, uh, you know, you might have seen the videos. Um, you probably have seen the videos. Of it is probably
1: the closest I've ever seen of a play being in or out or touchdown or not touchdown or two-pointer as I've ever seen. It literally yeah. comes down to, like, millimeters, like, type of shit.
0: Yeah, this is one of those situations where – and, and to that point, I don't think I've ever seen a situation you know maybe maybe there's a couple like the Des Bryant catch years ago where a decision by the refs just at the it's, I mean there's yeah. no time left right you it's one team wins or the other other wins yeah. and the refs make that decision yeah and it's whether or not this ball just barely passes the goal line I don't think it did.
1: I do think it did. You think it I did. think when he stretches out, so no body part is down, so he's not down. He's stretching out in air. Obviously, doing a horrible job of depicting what's going on. But if, you've probably seen the, the the video. He like lays out, has the ball in. I think the tip of the ball is like not on straight, like going straight. The point of the ball into the end zone is like sideways, like angled. And so I think right before he hits the pylon, the the corner, the further, the front corner, I guess, if you're going into the end zone, is passing the goal line. And so there, I think it's good. And then, like, a millisecond later or, like, a millimeter later, the end, the backside of the ball hits outside and then it wouldn't be a touchdown. But I think the first front of the point of the ball gets in. It is the closest of things I've ever seen. Like, yeah. I, I got to be honest, it's so close. I don't know how you... Like, I think the difference between this one is because... The Des Bryant was is more more of a judgment call. Yeah, like, is it a catch? a catch? Is it not a catch? Did he make a move? Not. This is literally was he, a millimeter in versus a millimeter out, and that's it. Because that was the last play.
0: I think I think it's one of those things where the if the call on the field had been field it, was it different out, yeah. yep, it would have stood. Yes,
1: I think they couldn't. In you probably saw a million angles of it. You couldn't decide. You could not. So I think they just were like, well, we got to go with what we called, and they called a the touchdown. So. Yep.
0: Well the two point conversion. Or a two-point conversion,
1: yeah. Game. Obviously great game. Great any day game. Probably the best game so far this
0: year. It'll yeah. It'll be interesting to see how this plays out for the Big Ten uh playoff picture as well as yes. the conference just in general. Penn State and is was definitely the second option uh, or the, the second favorite behind Ohio State yep. to win the Big Ten. Um now that's gonna to be tough. I mean, they, they have yeah. to beat Ohio State, which I mean obviously they had to do before anyway, but anyway, it's still gonna be right. difficult. Yes. Um if they lose to Ohio State, they're out of the playoff. Oh yeah, two 100%. losses. You can't only you can have that two losses.
1: Having they're only gonna play eight games or something, yeah. Two losses is not gonna be good.
0: Yeah. It's it's gonna be interesting, yeah, to see what what's gonna happen and, and obviously they play Ohio State this week. This upcoming week. Right. So uh uh, you know, after this week, we're going to really know probably who's going to be the at least the representative from that side of the Big Ten in the championship game. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, I don't know if any other teams really going to take Ohio State down. Um, this is probably their most difficult test, or at least it was, at the, you know, from the outset. Mm-hmm. You know, now we don't really know. Maybe, maybe Indiana's really, for really, real. really good. Yeah, for real. So. You know? Hey, Rutgers, Rutgers won. Rutgers maybe beat Michigan really State, good. so maybe they're good. They beat Michigan State. I mean, Michigan beat shoot. Minnesota.
1: Yeah. Resoundly, I mean, they could be good. I don't, yeah. It's still early, obviously. The big Ten just came back, so.
0: Yeah, and as you mentioned, Michigan not only beat Minnesota, but they kind of laid the wood. Yeah, they pretty much dominated. <laughs> they Yeah, they gave them the, the big old dick. Uh, yes. They dropped 21 in the first quarter. Yes. Uh, and then 14 in the second, and then it was over after that. Just yeah. It didn't really matter.
1: No, they were. It, I mean, it was game day, and it was, it was. I mean, it was a decent game, I guess. But like, yeah, no, like once you, once they got up fourteen or so, it was like, okay, well, yeah, Michigan is clearly better. There
0: were, I mean, there were big expectations for Minnesota this year. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, yeah, I think I think Minnesota's not bad.
0: They've but got a veteran at QB. They do. They've got a stud at wide receiver. Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman. No. You know.
1: They are a good th- team. I think they're all right. I mean, like like we've said, it's the first week. You still there's kinks, and you're still figuring shit out. Like these kids haven't played them forever, you know. Especially with the COVID and no spring and half a fall or whatever is going on.
0: Well, they're definitely not out of the the conference championship picture. No,
1: not a conference championship.
0: Uh Minnesota probably is out of the playoffs though. So. I I would assume that they are. They'd have to have some kind of miracles happen. They'd have to have some some chaos happen in front of them. And they would also have to win everything the conference yeah i think at this point yeah
1: no i i mean i think minnesota's a good team like i said they're 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 building they they were good last year they're i think they're all right this year obviously it's only been one game Uh, but yeah i don't think they're going to compete with ohio state and michigan or penn state you know i think there's or maybe wisconsin you know
0: depending yeah they they don't play penn state they they already played michigan obviously uh and they don't play ohio state so they have to circle Wisconsin late in November, and that's really their only shot. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not much that can be really said about this game because it really wasn't that close. And since it's the first game, we really don't know what it means, right? No. Michigan putting up 49 on a Minnesota team that that looks good, yeah. right? I but mean, Michigan looks good, but we don't know yet. Yeah, we don't know. It's game one. Minnesota may not be what we think they are. Exactly. You know, and so it, this, is it, a, this is like this could be like the the uh,
1: Mississippi State versus LSU thing. Like the first week, Mississippi State thrashed LSU. Everybody's like, "Holy crap, Mississippi State is the next like thing," and then have looked horrible every week after that.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. So.
1: Not that L- in at, we realize is not that good, so yeah. this could be similar. So we we don't know. It's it's a it's once again a restart of what happened a few weeks ago with the SEC the ACC and,
0: and you know, the Big 12 and the Big Dungeon. I mean they've all they all kind of have weird starts weird starts so, yeah, yeah I, the the Big 10 landscape is it's really murky at this point after one game it's it's mm-hmm. hard to really tell I mean what we know is that Ohio State is good. pretty good uh, they've got some questions right um, they yeah. beat up on Nebraska yeah I um, mean <laughs> I mean Justin Fields was good the
1: receiving like he had one incomplete pass was really good he ran it pretty well. Uh, he was their leading rusher. He, yeah, he was their leading rusher, which kind of speaks to how bad their run game is, I guess. In a yeah,
0: way. Yeah, they're 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 well. I mean, the thing with Ohio State is we're used to a, a, a brand of Ohio State, which mm-hmm. is, you know, they've got a good defense. They've got elite playmakers on defense, yep. right? They've got a uh, athletic quarterback yep. who's also generally a playmaker. Yep. You've got uh, an elite running back. Running back one elite running back and then you've got a stable of good wide receivers what we saw this weekend was elite receivers yep. an elite quarterback piss poor run game yep. or at least running backs yep. right if justin fields is leading your team in rushing he's got it's like 50 yards a that's a problem So you don't
1: want justin fields run being your leading rusher that means he's going to get hit more it means you're not developing the Your play action. Yeah, exactly. You're not really doing the play action working that well because they don't believe in the run. So, yeah, you said it. You get one dimensional. Granted, those receivers are hella young and hella good. Yes. That, I think you chiseled all over the Smith, Nick Jibba, whatever Oh, Jackson Smith, Jibba. Nick Jibba, whatever. Yeah, that guy.
0: So, he that was reception. A, for those that don't know, he was a. a you know, like top five recruit coming out of last year's class. Um, his measurables are off the charts. Unreal. Unreal. In, in the game, um, I, I, our, our Twitter account retweeted a video of, of his catch. It's crazy. And it was just Justin Fields, like, rolling out to the right, mm-hmm. chucks this ball completely uncatchable.
1: I thought he chucked sp- it out of, the, out of the back of the end zone. Yeah, it was out of the back of the end zone. Yeah.
0: And his whole body... The receiver's whole body was, like, out of bounds. And then somehow he, like, shot his toe out and just poked inside and then went out of bounds. Yeah. It was probably one of the craziest catches I've ever seen. It was crazy. And, and I, I, you know, I brought this up to you when I first saw it. And I was like, I, I see a lot of one-handed catches. Yeah. And not to take away from one-handed catches, but, like, with gloves, it's a lot easier, you know. Um, and you just see them all the time. The body control required to do what that yeah, guy did it was, unreal. was stupid. I've never seen somebody do that. Yes. I mean, it's like, I think that was better than even the Julio Jones catch in the Super Bowl. Remember when he was stretched out with two toes on the ground? Yeah. I, I think that was better because Smith Jigbutt couldn't even, like, he was literally, like, out of bounds. And somehow He
1: did get the it. benefit that in college he only need one. So. Yeah,
0: he, he mm-hmm. did benefit, but, I mean, still. But, it oh, yeah, ridiculous. it's ridiculous, yes. But, long story short. The Ohio State receivers He's are very incredible. Good. Gary He's very Wilson, good. who's a
1: sophomore, yeah. is also Both very good. Both of them
0: were top, top receivers in their classes. Yes. Uh, Julian
1: Fleming is somewhere on that in that team. Somewhere, yeah. I don't know where, but
0: <laughs> I completely even forgot about Julian Fleming. He was
1: I think he was Jesus. ranked wise, he was higher ranked than Smith and Tik Oh, yeah. But 100%. it doesn't really matter really, because they have yeah. Gary Wilson yeah. and him and Olave or whatever. So yeah. like, I don't know if Fleming's even going to play this year. Like Jesus,
0: dude. Julian Fleming had even crazier <laughs> immeasurables than Jackson Smith did, but like that dude was like, it's like a 42 inch vertical. It's it ridiculous. runs like a four three or something. Are they now the best receiving core in the nation? Are you saying Waddle not being on the Alabama team?
1: Amen. You were the one that said
0: that the.
1: Well, you said two things. You said that that was the best, I think you said his skill position in the nation, and you said that Jalen Waddell was the best receiver in the nation.
0: I still, I still stand by. Uh,
1: and best receiver? Yeah. I think he's a, probably
0: the best non quarterback. Oh, he's the best non quarterback. Yeah, probably. All right. Fair
1: enough. Fair enough. Um,
0: but now, I mean, he's out for the season. He's so. also injured so, now, so. That's what I'm bringing up. Is, really is this out.
1: receiving core potentially better?
0: I think the loss of Jalen Waddle at Alabama because of what he did in the return game and yes. what he did as a receiver, that Alabama wide receiver core is not as good as Ohio State's. Okay. And, uh, you no, know, and that's the, fair, the yeah. The scarier thing is next year. Yes. Ohio, and Granted, you know, um, fields will be gone. I'm yep. sure there's somebody there. There's somebody in to the backfield. To, to yeah. be able to throw it, but... Yeah, you've got Wilson Who'll Smith like uh, Julian Fleming, all a now year sophomores and
1: And whichever freshman they pick up this yeah,
0: year. Yeah, whoever else they've got. Yeah. Um, they're gonna have a crazy, crazy yes. group next year. It to rival, like, LSU's from last year or oh, Alabama's okay. from last year. Okay. Like, if they could even be better. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. But, yeah, I, you know, Ohio State was, in, was what we yeah. thought they were to a certain extent. You, look good. Um, you know, I still think that they're easily the best team in, in the Big Ten by a long shot.
1: Are they the third best team in the nation? Are they already in your top three or four?
0: So, I I mean, if you remember from last week, I had them already in my I think you had play. them three
1: or four, right?
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm going to put them in three just because of what we just talked about. I don't know how many teams can cover the receivers that they have. And, yeah, and the the if Justin Fields is as efficient in this first game, or even just as efficient as he was last year, mm-hmm. where, where he had forty
1: or forty one passing <laughs> touchdowns and ten rushing touchdowns.
0: Yeah, and well, he just doesn't throw picks, and he, he throws
1: touchdowns... And He had four picks or
0: something. Yeah, I mean, like you said, in this game, he was twenty of twenty one. Yes. I mean, and and some of the balls that he was throwing were just dimes, yeah, and no. these receivers can run themselves open, and then he can the ball where it needs to be
1: apparently he's leaner do you know that he's vegan now yeah i heard that all plant plant plant-based yeah it's weird
0: honestly it's one of those things where like i think if any normal human tried to do that you can you can but and that's a good point go ahead he has the benefit of getting all of his food sourced paid for and prepared by the ohio state staff
1: the only thing he does in his breakfast
0: yeah, and so what, you know? Yeah, like, he
1: has. Like, he says he has, like, a bagel or something, like a banana or some shit like oh, that. Oh, yeah, okay. And, and that's his, like, breakfast. But then, yeah, the whatever Ohio State meal prep nutritionist makes him his lunch, which is, like, salads and crap, eats that. His, he has, like, a protein shake for snack, And then before he leaves, they give him his dinner to take home. Yeah. Which is awesome. I'd do that shit. I'd be uh, vegan well, if that 100%. was the case. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I'd like, yeah, be
0: whatever I wanted. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's, like, it, it's difficult to be it can be difficult to be a vegan and get the protein you need to be an elite yeah. athlete. Football but he player, has them
1: ready for him. Yeah.
0: But yeah, he can walk in and they've already got plant-based protein shakes. Yep. Um, Whatever and, meals. And all the meals that yeah. he could want. You know, he's probably eating sweet potatoes out of his ass. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, you know, what do you do that he's vegan? Yeah. It's and easy he's to do. He's Bradley, he says He's
1: quicker, stronger, him. feeling good.
0: <laughs> well, that reminds Anyways. me of uh, Arian Foster back in the day. Oh, Arian Foster. Fuck. Yeah, I haven't heard that's that been name a in, while. Yeah, it's been a while, but that that dude's big thing was that he was like a vegan. He's a rapper now. He's a rapper. <laughs> yeah,
1: dude, in the Houston area. You didn't know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, in the Houston area. I forget what his rapper name is. Shit, now I want to look up what his rapper name is. What? The
0: fuck?
1: Uh, he's a rapper in like the area. Like he'll do like
0: like small off stuff. That's weird as shit. You didn't know that? Yeah. No, I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. What's his name? Oh, my God. Is he as good as Damien Uh No, I don't think so. Is he as good as Shaq? <laughs> Probably better than Shaq. He's... I guess Shaq's like an EDM DJ, but... Uh... Yeah. He goes by the
1: rap name Bobby Fino. What the fuck? <laughs> Bobby Fino.
0: What the hell? Arian Foster. <laughs> Arian Foster. Okay. Bobby Fino. Bobby Fino. He released
1: a single on title, A friend, a fan, a kid.
0: Now I'm going to have to listen to that. Okay. Well, don't listen. We can't play it here. because <laughs> no, copy right. Copyright. I don't, we can't play. Really... As much as I made fun of him for being, not made fun of him for being a vegan, but, you know, I don't want that dude coming after me. <laughs> that dude was kind of jacked. He's a rapper, dude. Oh, he's he's good. Yeah. He, he was good for a little while, and he was constantly injured. Um, Anyways,
1: taking it back to Ohio State. I did not have them ranked last week, and I my point was they haven't played yet, so i don't know who the fuck am I gonna rank them? Um, I have them fifth in mine, right about fifth. Um, I think they're good. It's been one game. It was a Nebraska team who's figuring shit out. I honestly, um, so Adrian Martinez is the coming the, the returning quarterback, right? So coming back um, for Nebraska for Nebraska. Um, Christian McCaffrey's little brother yeah. is the backup and almost beat him out. Yeah. And so he plays like wide receiver also. So like they put him both in and they like either switch him or like put McCaffrey at quarterback and then like switch him out to wide receiver. It's hella weird. It's yeah. awesome though. Because literally my... takes him Hill. Yeah, exactly. He's a Taysom it's, Hill. It's on, on the same. It's, it's
0: crazy. The McCaffrey talents though. Yeah, But anyways, well, I have... I guess you have to put your best players on the field. You have to. You have to find a way. Yeah, well if he's that good, yeah. I mean they did the same thing at Ohio State with... Braxton Miller. Braxton Miller, so, uh But anyways, I have them fifth
1: now. I think they have room to go up to third, as most people have them. I just think it's been one game, Nebraska figuring stuff out. You know, They were good. They have some holes, right? Defense wasn't as good as always. Like They don't have a Chase Young or a Nick or a Joey Boza.
0: Or a Jeff Okuda.
1: Or a Jeff Akuda. They probably will develop somebody, and it'll be pretty good and get drafted fifth or whatever. We'll hear about them later. Next year. But um, the run game is a little bit iffy. Probably figured out. I'll say out. more than iffy. But, you know. Straight sus, dude. <laughs> straight All right, but, you know, I, I'll put him fifth. I think I'm about fifth.
0: Yeah, I've got him third.
1: So, I'll, I could see him go third, but I need to see more. I, this Penn State game could be a game that shows me that he could be the, the third
0: best team. I mean, if this game is, isn't, then I don't know what game is. Well, if so. they, what if they, like, Mission barely game. beat Penn, Penn State? Again, we don't know what Penn State is. Exactly. So, That's what I'm saying. I
1: you know. I would then also keep them at about 5th and then see what Penn State does and see if they just roll the table on everybody else. Fair. Anyways.
0: So, obviously, you know, with all this discussion, Big Ten is back. Uh, as we kind of brought up last week, it's going to be interesting Texas. to see... Huh? Unlike Texas. Unlike Texas, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how the season plays out for the Big Ten because of the, the uh, protocols they have for COVID and... I mean, I I can't say it could have happened any better for us, awesome. because we literally talked awesome. about how. Not I'm not going to say stupid, but restricting. Hey, dude, we're just experts on shit, dude. Because Wisconsin plays. They, they had the first game on Friday. Yep they they dick down uh, Nebraska. Nebraska.
1: No. Huh. Who would they play? Um. To play Nebraska no they didn't play Nebraska
0: <laughs>
1: who does Wisconsin
0: play what are you talking about they play Nebraska yeah they play Nebraska you jackass okay fine man
1: idiot Ohio State you're played Nebraska Ohio Who's State played Nebraska it? huh Wisconsin what will play Nebraska who played what you're <laughs> I'm the jackass on the sports Illinois game. Yeah, you dumb slut. You're a dumb slut. You're the one that said it was Nebraska. They're going to play Nebraska this week. Ohio State played Nebraska. Nebraska yes. Okay. Getting your red and white teams mixed up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All the red and white
0: teams. The Big Ten red and Wait, white. are they playing Georgia? What the They're fuck? They're playing Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so Rutgers. Uh <laughs> no more red teams <laughs> uh, Shit, are there any other red ones? Uh, Indiana. Indiana, yeah. Fucking a. Um. Well, like like we've done before, we'll just cut all that out. Yeah, shit won't be on the. I mean, board. I do the editing, so I can make myself work. Go, so no worries redacted. There. So <laughs> Wisconsin played Illinois. Yes. Um. And then
1: immediately, it was the first game for the Big Ten. It was yeah. on Friday.
0: Their their starting quarterback had right, a great game, game. Who had a great game, like you said. He
1: went like. 19 of 20 or something, too. He only had, like, one incompletion. Oh, no, he did well.
0: Uh, but he also, yeah, he had one incompletion, five touchdowns. Yeah, that's a good game, I would say. That's and then apparently he Justin turned around Field. and licked a handrail or some shit because he just deposited for COVID immediately. <laughs> like, if you're, okay, <laughs> if, you're, if you're Mertz, which is this guy's name.
1: It's like Graham Mertz or some shit. Yeah, Graham Mertz.
0: Yeah. If you're Graham Mertz. You just absolutely balled out. Amen.
1: This goes back to the any publicity is good publicity. He was getting good publicity for being like the next coming star of like the Big Ten, and then he's also publicity for like, at
0: handrail. <laughs> so, so yeah, no, no. I, I see what you're saying. Like this guy is actually brilliant. <laughs> yes. Right. He explodes he onto exploded. the scene, great game, and is like, holy shit, that I don't know what I was doing. He I, knew he was never going to do I it again. I didn't see half the, the receivers yeah, half the exactly. time. He's like, I got to cover my ass. Goes around licking handrails. Got COVID. Got COVID. <laughs> and then he's like, thank God. Because he's out 21 days. Yeah, he's out 21 fucking from days. From Monday. Right? Jesus. So he's out the next three games. Jesus. Which is not good if you're Wisconsin. But you know what's even worse? is he wasn't the starter no. projected for the season. Their starting quarterback had ankle surgery or foot surgery.
1: This Jake guy became something. the
0: starter. Yeah. And then... His backup also just got yeah, tested they're, positive. they're and, for and they're doing another test. Yes. So it's very possible that Wisconsin's going to be rolling with their fourth string quarterback for the next three games. Yes. That seems like a problem.
1: Also, um, their, their starting quarterback, Jack Cohen or whatever his name, got injured like three weeks ago, like yeah. in practice, and then had to do surgery. So they're like, okay, we're going with this guy. Then he's the next coming whatever. Great. He gets COVID. The backup gets COVID. They're literally on the fourth quarterback.
0: We're about to get this guy's gonna be Jake Fromm. <sighs> Hear me out. Hear me
1: out. <laughs> Hear me out. I thought you were gonna say this guy is gonna be Cardinal Jones or something.
0: Nah, dude. He's going like to be that's what
1: up. I was going like. Oh, Brackton Miller out for the season. J T. Barrett does everything.
0: Oh shit, J T. Barrett's out. Cardale Jones. No. No. <laughs> no. Dude. No, dude. What's gonna happen? This guy's gonna play. He's gonna do okay. Merch is gonna you know stop looking handrail. <laughs>
1: He's and gonna take 21 days anyway, so. Yeah, he's gotta
0: he's got be out, you know. God, damn, unless such a he can't stop waiting for Uh Stupid. 21
1: days? I've heard, and, and I'm not trying to get political, but I thought it was 14 days, and recently I've heard it's closer to 10 days. Where the fuck did they get 21 days from?
0: Well, okay, so I think. So I, I read an article about where, how they came up with this. Okay. Oh, good.
1: Everybody listen up. So, this is good shit right so, here.
0: So what I heard was that the big. The Big Ten got together. Premier research right here from Eric. Yep. The Big Ten got together. They brought in some medical experts, some doctors and things like that. Um, Dr. Fauci? Huh? Dr. Fauci? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Donald Trump. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> um, and uh, the Big Ten commissioner was also there. Yep. And what they did was they consulted, consulted with the doctors. They had this big meeting. Um and the way they actually eventually came up with like the 21 days and kind of the rest of it was uh, they had one of the doctors reach deep up the commissioner's ass and just pulled something out. <laughs> and that's really. they came it up with. And it was so like, right. oh, yeah, like, oh, 21 days. 21 days seems Such like it. a convoluted way to say it's stupid. <laughs> uh, so uh, that's how they came up with it. So, yeah, and, and we talked about last week how. This the policies could be absolutely <laughs> crippling for the for the big ten. Because like here first,
1: fans. Yeah, you're
0: in your first This fans. is the shit we go. We go figure out what got taken out of people's buttons. I, I heard he went mid forum. <laughs> That's how far up they had to reach. Uh, this is
1: our broadcast broadcasting level. Like this is how much we go into reporting and figuring out what's going on. Oh, that,
0: No, I you know, I I read usually they everything. just text
1: people what the fuck happened. No, yeah. no.
0: No, I I read through everything. They had you know schematics and diagrams, <laughs> of kind of what happened. You know, they propped him up on the on the conference table and just went for it. it. Went all the way. Yeah, just, all right.
1: Well. Um. Anyways, yeah, we did talk about
0: this. Yeah, and also they also stated recently that um, since we last talked about it last yeah. week that you have to play six games out of the eight. The, kind of regular ones um plus the ninth the... schedule but you have to play six games yeah. to be considered for the conference championship yep. right so if a game is canceled it's a no contest and yep. will not be replayed nope restan- well they don't have time they don't have five weeks no. until
1: december 12th or whatever it is
0: yeah and so if if somehow wisconsin has an outbreak because everyone's like well shit Mertz looked like he was having a grand old time licking handrails. And so all the Wisconsin team starts licking handrails. And they can't play their next three games. That means Nebraska, Purdue, and Michigan all drop a game. Yep. Right? And if that starts happening well, a lot. The percentage rate is 5% or something? Yeah. Which is like four seven guys. seven-day rolling average. Oh, okay. So it's seven-day rolling. Okay. Yeah. And so if you've got like 5% of your team, you... So I was going to say they have two now, which is like 3% almost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what, 5% of what, I don't know. But, um, you know, does that mean the active roster, or is that, like, all 80? I'm saying. If
1: it's, like, you know, all like 80, Staff
0: like, and coaches, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, this could be interesting. I mean, yeah. we said this was going to happen. We called it. And it, it happened the First week. The first game. Well, I
1: mean, it's just prone to happen, man. And, in the, like we said, the 21 rule was taken some, out of somebody's asshole. Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's going to fuck it these 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 protocols that they have in air quotes are so strict i don't know why like i get it but it almost seems like they were like all right we won't, we backed out now we're back but we're going to make it as hard as possible to prove that it's not like feasible to do this type of thing it, i don't get what their their end goal is here like it's so difficult to like like you said wisconsin misses three games Three other teams have one game. They only have another game to lose and they're out. And then you have four teams that can't even compete for the, for the conference. Like what the
0: fuck? Well, so, I mean, I think I think if you if you kind of like work through the logic of how they came to these policies, I think it stems from the fact that they absolutely embarrassed themselves yeah. by canceling all the games immediately. Yeah. Right. And then we're like, uh, nobody we followed them. We, we like they knew that if they had come back with the same kind of policies that the other part other leagues had, they were going to get laughed at. Not that they aren't leading laughed at now, tough, but yeah. they were like, we have to go really yeah. hard on these to make it seem like we spent a lot of time digging in someone's ass instead of just like So dumb. You know, it makes no sense. No, it makes no sense. But I don't know
1: if it's gonna make sense
0: at all, but we're yeah, we're gonna find out. Um we'll but... see. We'll
1: see if Wisconsin fields a quarterback.
0: So. <laughs> yeah.
1: Unless uh... like if if what's his face the fourth stringer's out I don't know if they throw in yeah I don't know what they do the tight end or some crap just run wildcat yeah the kids the the coach's son
0: (laughs) (laughs) you've got to be on the (laughs) kid right right? Uh, 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 enough on the Big Ten I I'm sure it's gonna be a roller coaster with the Big Ten with the policies hey at least he keeps it fun man you know you got some good good football good, good Penn
1: State Indiana game. Iowa State looks good. Wisconsin's trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. Keeps it
0: interesting. I'm about it. So from from a dumpster fire of a of a COVID policies, let's move straight into to a the dumpster big dumpster fire. fire. A, yeah, a big dumpster fire. Um, so a big game in the big dumpster fire landscape happened this week: 17 Iowa, uh, Iowa State versus number six. Uh, OSU. Mm-hmm. Not the good OSU, but and OSU.
1: I oh, yeah, mean, they're, they're six or so. so.
0: Yeah, they're six. Um, Oklahoma State just pulled out this win over Iowa State. Granted, the final score was 24-21. You could say that it wasn't as close as that final score might tell you. Yeah, it was but, a little bit. You know, Iowa bit, State scored with, like in the last few minutes. Yeah, in the last couple minutes. Onside kick. Um, Mike Gundy called a timeout and iced the Pretty onside smart. kick, and it worked Pretty because then Iowa State didn't kick it anywhere else. They kicked yeah. it the same spot.
1: Well, they had like a weird play figured out or something like the one kicker's going to run one way or something, the other one's kick, I don't know, and yeah. They just kicked it in the and same spot. And they still did the same nice. thing, I but don't it don't. works, I guess, because like if you iced him and you see what they're going to do, if they don't change it, you know exactly what they're going to do. It's awesome that they
0: iced <laughs> a kickoff. That's hilarious to me. The onside kick? Yeah. <laughs> onside you put your kick. hands team on the right side? Yeah,
1: gotta make sure.
0: Uh, But it's what that game means is that the big dumpster fire's chance at the playoff is still alive. Yes. Right. Um, Oklahoma state is about to set off or embark on a rough stretch in big dumpster fire. Yes. Terms. Right. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. I mean, as we said last week, this is a big game. Uh, If, Ohio State is probably the only real team left from the big dumpster fire that has a chance to make the Oklahoma playoffs. State. Oklahoma State. Did I say Ohio State? You said Ohio, Ohio State. State. OSU. OSU, you Ohio OSU. State. yeah. Oklahoma State is probably has the only chance. I guess Kansas State kinda has a chance, not really. So I think Oklahoma State has the best chance by far. If they would have lost, because Iowa State is a good team, I think Iowa State's a good team. They will have now three losses. So they're out of the rankings. They're also out of it. But they're a good team. Um they could have beaten or two losses. They could have beaten um, Oklahoma State and almost fucked the whole big, big dumpster fire Big Twelve because then uh, the big dogs of that team in Austin that doesn't do shit that's always back but never is has two losses. OU has two losses. Oklahoma State would have had a one. Kansas State would have had a one. Iowa would have had one. Like
0: you with can't a lot of the Big Twelve to still be. Close. Oh yeah,
1: with the majority of the the schedule to go, like they're gonna cannibalize themselves. Um, but Oklahoma State pulled it out. I I think I had Iowa last week's. If I remember correctly, I mean it's close game towards the end. Um, but yes, like you said, it might be the stretch. This is the stretch where you find out if Oklahoma State is for real or not.
0: They play. They play Texas this weekend. Mm-hmm. They play Oklahoma the weekend after, and then Kansas State. Yes. They have a bye in one of those. Yeah, weekends, they have a bye between Oklahoma. Between the and four
1: State. next weeks, they have. Three yeah. of the biggest games. They have to obviously have to win out. win out,
0: and which means they win those three games for for them to have a chance. Yes. Um, at the so playoff.
1: That's what I'm saying. And right right now they're six because they're undefeated. They're in a power, qu- quotations power five conference. Yeah. So there's six, but it, it, in all reality, nobody respects them. Nobody ranks them that high.
0: People are juicing all over their defense.
1: Their defense is all right. I mean, they only let like twelve points per game, but they also don't put up more than like. 15, 18, so...
0: But they also played
1: Tulsa, Tulsa week yeah.
0: one. Yeah. and Almost lost. Like, the teams that they've played haven't been good outside of Iowa State. Yes. Like, that's the thing that's weird to me, is that the teams that they've played haven't been that good. Like, I just don't understand... I get you, but like, like,
1: as I've said, they are, in quotes, a Power 5 team that is undefeated, and right now, not everybody's playing still until last week where Ohio State and the Big Ten started, not everybody's playing. So there's, as we've talked, like, group of fives are getting in because there's less of a landscape of teams possibly ahead of them. And I get it. And, honestly, I think if anybody's going to prove their worth, they have to do it, Oklahoma State will end these three games. If Oklahoma State comes out of these three games winning, they will have one of the best shots to make the playoffs. Yes. However, I don't know if they're going to win all three.
0: Well, and... The the thing that's just weird to me is that they are ranked where they are. Like, really? Yeah. I have them right there. I have them maybe I four just, or five. I don't understand it. That if you look at what they've done. But who would you put there then? Outside of who I I put there, right? I would just put them back and then shift the rankings up. Let's say, I'm, I'm they they beat Tulsa. You put Cincinnati above. 7 They played West Virginia, 27-13. Okay. Yep. Kansas, 47-7. It's their game against Baylor got postponed and then they beat Iowa State. <coughs> yeah. That's not a good like they yeah, they beat Iowa State, but then they also beat a Tulsa team. Who would you put over who,
1: them? Like who would who are your six then or who would like below them would you move up? Like I'm I'm pretty sure we have this the you have Clemson, Alabama, Georgia or Ohio Clemson. State and then Georgia. Yeah. Yep. And then, do you have Notre Dame above them?
0: No. Okay. Uh I have Notre Dame above Ohio, Oklahoma State. Okay, so you do. Yeah. They're at five or so for you? Somewhere in that range.
1: Okay, and then it's Oklahoma State, and then it's Cincinnati. Do you have Cincinnati over Oklahoma State right now? Who Cincinnati yeah. played? Who Cincinnati played? SMU? I'm going to shoot. So you're telling me that the win over SMU by Cincinnati is a better win than Oklahoma State being Iowa State?
0: Yes. There's
1: no fucking way,
0: dude. Bro, SMU was 16. Iowa <laughs> State was 17, dude. Rankings never lie. Rankings never, Rankings lie, never dude. lie, dude. The Associated Press has a perfect record.
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. They have never been wrong. But that's what I'm getting at. Then, then eight is Texas A&M. Would you put A&M above Oklahoma State? Yeah,
0: because I'm biased as shit.
1: Okay, because we won uh, in the bowl last year?
0: We, yeah, we did. We are them. the last team that had defeated them? Yeah, it's true. We are the last hey. team that had defeated hey. them. Um, and I think we have a better uh, win. I understand that we have a loss. But the losses to Alabama and Alabama would uh, do what they did to the Big Ten commissioner and fist the shit out of Oklahoma State. How do you know that? The defense is pretty good from Oklahoma State. I'm not saying they would win. Alabama would drop fifty on Oklahoma State. Maybe. I'm I'm slapping a hundred dollar bill on the table. They dropped
1: forty on Georgia, who's a really good defense. Maybe this is comparable.
0: I don't know, man. Regardless. And then
1: after that, who's nine now? Hmm? Who's ranked nine? It, it ten is Florida. Would is Florida above Oklahoma State for you? Nine is Wisconsin. Is Wisconsin above Oklahoma State?
0: Well, that's tough now because we don't have <laughs> a, a quarterback. quarterback. <laughs> so, so no. That's, that's a good okay,
1: question. Florida at ten. Yeah, I'd put. I'd probably put Florida over. You put
0: Florida over. I think Oklahoma State. SEC bias. I, I think they're in that like ten range. I, okay. I just because then it's BYU, and I now want you have to another UPA. Beat some like I want more. I want to see more. If they beat Texas and they beat Oklahoma or and they beat Kansas State, I will, I'll be like, yeah, they're in that okay. top fair five. Enough, fair enough. I guess I, just, they could, I based guess based on the record so far, I can't.
1: I guess we're close, but not the same. And I guess everybody's a little bit off in putting them at six, so we're all a little bit. All over the place, but I think everybody will figure it out in the next three to four weeks. If they beat these teams, everybody will have them fourth or fifth. Yep. If they lose all these three weeks, they will probably drop out of the fucking rankings. Yeah, that's what it is. They're they're the they're the lifeline for the Big Dumpster Fire right now. I don't see any or, any other Big Twelve team having a remote chance to make the playoffs.
0: Yeah, like you said, the only one is maybe Kansas State. But the only maybe. problem with Kansas State is they lost to a non Power Five team yes. to start the season. So you can and I think that's a blemish that you just can't wipe away. Nope. Oh. Clearing out the Big 12. Yep. Especially not this season. No, no, no. If uh, Oklahoma with and Oklahoma State, yep. I mean, like, if you had Oklahoma who was also in the top 10 and, like, you know, all, and they wiped the floor with those teams, maybe. Maybe, but no. But not right no, now.
1: Not this year where you don't have those interconference conference games and stuff. You Like, the only ones they have in the Coastal, the Coastal Carolinas beating and, like, the Louisiana beating, they, Sunbelt, the fact that Sunbelt beat them is not going to help, so, yeah.
0: No. We'll see what Oklahoma State is in the next few weeks. We that we will. Um, there weren't a ton of other great games uh, this last weekend. Um, you know, just kind of seeing the Big Ten come on, as we talked about, yeah. um, was interesting. Uh, the SEC had a lot of buys. Yeah, the SEC had a whole bunch of buys. Um, the ACC, we didn't really get much other than a uh, NC State getting kind of dicked down by, by UNC, North Carolina. Yeah. North Carolina bouncing back. Um, Clemson. It was a little bit tight there. With it Airfields. was
1: like a three-point game, but then like in the third or fourth, they
0: just ran. Yeah, away it with just it. doesn't matter. I think it, it, As we've talked about before, Clemson's just can out-talent their way to a ACC championship. Yep. You know they're going to sleepwalk in. Um. So you know there the the rest of the games are kind of interesting. This next weekend, I think is going to be very mediocre in a certain sense, and we'll get to that in a minute, but. Um, I wanted to bring up a point about Wisconsin before we move on. Yeah, Wisconsin is the Georgia of the Big Ten. Wisconsin they, is the Georgia of the Big Ten. Yes.
1: Okay.
0: So, in in both situations, in the opposite on the opposite side of the conference, you've got a, a perennial powerhouse. That okay. that team is often meeting in the conference championship and losing to.
1: Okay. Right? Are they in different sides of the division? Yeah. Or the conference?
0: Yep. Okay.
1: I don't know that division's well in that
0: one. Yeah. Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan. Are all in uh, the same one. Yeah. Michigan State, records are all on one side. And then it's Nebraska, Wisconsin. Nord- Northwestern. Yeah. Minnesota. Purdue. Purdue on either? the other uh, side? Regardless, okay. they're on the Anyways, other side. Okay. Right? They're Red. Yep, they are, ready. they are known for having great running backs. They are known for having good running Stout defenses. Good defenses. And questionable quarterbacks. Yes. I mean.
1: It's interesting. I was thinking about something similar this weekend when I saw that Wisconsin destroyed Illinois and what's-his-face did well. I was like, oh, they're pretty good. And then I started thinking about how they're always pretty good and always right there. Sometimes get dropped by somebody and then end up being like, second in their division and somebody else like Northwestern Western will go or somebody else will go and face Ohio State. But if you go back like three years ago, I think they were making the conference championship almost every year and losing to Ohio State and being, I think they were even up into like the three, four, five overall rankings for a little bit there in like 2015 or 2016. Like they were right there at one of the top, uh, right outside like three, four, five or something and they would lose to Ohio State and then. Not get in. So I can see it. Yeah, Georgia, it's kind of fucked to say that because it just means they're two teams that have potential and always are right there and then always get shafted in the end and end up being fifth or something and sixth and have to play in the Rose Bowl or some crap and never can get over the hump, which we talked about a lot, can never get past the Clemsons, Alabamas, and Ohio States. Even though they recruit a really good level, like you said, Wisconsin always has really good running backs. Always like first round, second round players. Can't get over Ohio State. Get that monkey off their back. Georgia can't get over Alabama. Nobody can get over Clemson and ACC. So, yeah, I could I could see it.
0: I, I mean, it's just weird some of the similarities. Like I said, they're they're no like if you talk about like running back, you yeah, you gotta talk Georgia and Wisconsin. Yeah, you always and bring then in there's like you bringing a few others. Yeah. Others. Yeah. You know, they always have pretty stout defenses. I think Georgia has the probably the, the stout more stout defense. Yeah. Georgia's probably the better team, at yeah. least right now, or you know in the last 10 years. But uh, Wisconsin has been really good at times. But that was just kind of a weird aside that I, I thought about, and I was like, that's kind of odd. I
1: was on a side. It's, what time was it? 9.27 on a Tuesday. Uh, the Dodgers just scored, tying it up, Game 6,
0: World there Series. Go. There you go. Um, so... Another question, and this is uh, right. I have for you, is related to the Heisman race. Mm, it's going to okay. be a weird year. Um, mm, we've talked yeah. about it before that Trevor Lawrence is it's his to lose, in a sense, right?
1: Probably. The, it, probably, yeah, sure.
0: But saying that also implies now the Dodgers think, are up to a long. lot of the media describes it almost that way in a sense. Yeah, sure. Right. That he the front runner. My question is if. If we knew nothing, like if the voters knew nothing about anything that's happened over the last couple of years, right? They know nothing about Trevor Lawrence. They know nothing about anyone else, and all they know is what's happened this year. Is Trevor Lawrence leading in the Heisman?
1: No, probably not. Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence was leading in the Heisman last year at the beginning. Like last year, and I know exactly where we're at, what we're doing, where we're sitting at. And we talked last year before the season started who was going to win the Heisman last year. And we both said either Trevor Lawrence and Tua Tagovailoa. Tagovailoa. Yeah. And then I brought up the point, hey man, it could be some weird motherfucker that always comes out of nowhere like a Johnny back in 2012, uh, an RG3 back in 2011, a Lamar Jackson in 2016, if I don't remember correctly. You know, something like that. A Joe Burrow last year, which happened. We were both like... like, 90% of the votes are going to be, like, Trevor Lawrence, Tua at the beginning of the season. Neither of them were in the, in the finalists. So, yeah, right now, because of what he's done in the past two years, having lost one game over his college career, going to two national championships, being undefeated now, it is the whole body of work. But, no, if you go by, like, what he's done this—he's been doing well this year. Like, I'm not taking away of what he's done this year, obviously. I'm not saying he's bad, but I think if you just go up statistically what he's done this year and you didn't know anything before, he'd probably be in the conversation, but maybe Mac Jones would be leading,
0: you know? Maybe well, Najee
1: Harris you, is leading. Well, the 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 thing is... Maybe like, Zach
0: Wilson out of BYU. The Heisman is a single season award. Exactly. What you've done prior shouldn't matter. But the thing is, it's hard to tell that to people to not think about what happened
1: before. You know? Because it, it, it's... It, it, I understand that. It doesn't come down to stats, right? It's a vote. Like, you decide who is the best player. And so it's hard to be like, tell the people, okay, you know, nothing. You know?
0: Well, I. Like, is forget it, is it that from you. player? Because there's actually an award for that. Well, technically. I mean, it's. Yeah, it's. It's supposed at to this be. Point, it's become the best quarterback award. Uh, it's in running backs. It's the best quarterback on the best team. It's in running backs.
1: I, I'm, I'm saying. And, and the as, best team, I don't agree on. As that. of late. I don't agree on the best team.
0: Okay. On, on one of the best teams. Let me rephrase it. And since team. when? At, at least the last five years. Okay. Maybe the last five years. I, I mean, mean since RG3
1: wasn't the best team in Baylor. No. Johnny wasn't on the best For the team. The last five years? The last five years wasn't um, Derrick Henry one of them, so that takes away your quarterback thing.
0: Yeah, I'm saying since Derrick Henry. Okay. Right. I mean, Lamar, Lamar was wasn't on the best one of the team. Better teams. He was one of the better teams. Um, uh, But Baker, Kyler, they were both on. You know, Oklahoma, yep. obviously, they were, Oklahoma's just always crushing the Big 12. Yeah. Um, Joe Burrow, obviously, was a national champion. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't no, know. yeah, I agree. I agree in the last few years, but I... I...
0: My, my point is, I don't think Trevor Lawrence deserves, at this point, uh, not that he doesn't deserve to be in the conversation, I don't think he's the front runner. if you look at just what he's done this season. I think if you look at just what's been done this season, like you said, a Mac Jones or a Najee Harris um, Zach or a Zach Wilson, those guys have a better Justin claim. Feels. Justin Fields. Mean, he's only played one game. He's only played one game. Right. Really good game. And I, I don't know. I just like – his I stats. Are, his stats are good. No,
1: his stats are good. He does well. Um, like you said, it's almost becoming like who's the best player on the best team, which isn't what it is. Should be the best player in a way – it's not really what the definition is. I think it says something about being like a good person and shit like that too, which yeah, whatever doesn't really matter. But yeah. um, there's like there's an academic Heisman, which is different. Uh, but yeah, it 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 becomes like the best, almost one of the best players on the best team. But it also sh- like weirdly so not this year much is like the most like surprising like most athletic not athletic but like most like, like dynamic eye-popping, yeah dynamic eye-popping point. like hyped like when the came out it was like holy shit this dude, michael vick like this dude when he's on the run is just burning like people juking people out doing ridiculous things you know that's what like pops out and you're like that's the new thing he's a heisman contender whatever there hasn't been one right now this year Derek king kind of was doing
0: well but not really. I mean, he, it's been quiet. the last it's a little couple bit weeks, um On the Matt Jones,
1: report. like you said, is doing really well. But like this, also kind of the team, which is back
0: to the, well, Trevor I mean, Lawrence. You could, yeah, you could say that about Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. That's that's the kind of the point that i yeah. said. you know, he's he's got eighteen hundred yards, seventeen touchdowns, two picks.
1: Yeah, no, he's doing yeah, well. We're not taking. Really a, I'm not taking away from what he's doing. I'm just saying, to your point, yeah, he's not eye popping or something like that. If there was like an eye popping person he would be the front runner or at least second, there would be discussion between him and Trevor Lawrence, but he would have more, whoever that person would be like yeah. more of like, Oh shit, this dude's doing ridiculous shit. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. I, I get your point. We'll see though. We'll see what happens. Maybe like, you know, there's still time. Maybe somebody pops up as a sheet, pops yeah. off the page.
0: So moving on to this week's games, um, they're like, I, I think I kind of brought it up. Uh, Quickly, that a lot of this week's games, there's not a lot outside of two games. There's not a lot that's going to be really deciding games. No. Right. So, uh, some cool. of the big games, Georgia at Kentucky. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so that's kind of like the two best defenses in the SEC, the SEC East at least, being kind of lackluster of in defense. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that's going to be a difficult game for Georgia because uh, they're just going to out talent, Kentucky. Um, Kentucky doesn't have an offense. That's so the thing, Georgia's defense, is, yeah. they're not going to be able to score.
1: Ge- D- Kentucky won't be able to score, and Georgia, even though Kentucky's defense is good, will eventually be able to score. Just Yeah. A lot of averages. They,
0: they have the talent to get the ball down the field. You is got Stetson no line. Bennett the guy, though? Huh?
1: Is Stetson, Stetson no. Bennett the quarterback there, the guy? No. No. Okay. That, JT that the quarterback gonna, room there is a disaster. Jt so. Daniel's gonna take his spot. There's talks that Jt Daniel's is figuring out.
0: I uh, I mean that's what he was supposed to do when he, he was came supposed in, to. So. Well, it was supposed
1: to be Jamie Newman from he Wake, supposed, yeah.
0: and they opted out. Which is I still don't understand that. I don't get but, it either, but whatever. Um, yeah, and like a, I I think I mean Georgia's supposed you know supposed to the line is fourteen and a half, and it's at Kentucky. It's in Kentucky. So I mean I. I don't think that's that. Out of no,
1: I don't, it's not a question. It's just, like you said, I think Georgia's offense is good enough that they will overcome Kentucky's defense eventually, and Kentucky's offense is not good where they will just be stopped by Georgia's defense.
0: So. Yeah, the over-under is 42.5, and which is pretty low for most college football yeah, games. Yeah, it's a little bit low. The average you can kind of expect is somewhere in the 54, 55 range. Yeah, mid this to fifties. It's obviously theoretically a defensive game. I could see it even be lower. Yeah, I, I, I 100% could see it being lower. I could see it being like a... 21 to 3, kind of game. Yeah, I could see like
1: 21 10 or or something. You know,
0: 24 to 3 or 6. You know, Kentucky gets a couple of real goals. An
1: actual SEC type game.
0: Yeah, (laughs) it's 6 to 9. Nice. Another game that this one is an actual kind of deciding, as we talked about. Oklahoma State's about to embark on their, you know, three game stretch over four weeks. It starts with Texas. Um, If Texas wins this game, they're gonna be ranked again, but if they they win get the state, benefit of the
1: doubt they they, they get do. ranked because they beat a number six team and yep. at, in a way, even though a way is not a thing this year as much, whatever yeah, they'll they'll get ranked whatever Fuck. but
0: if if Texas wins, the big twelve, as we mentioned, is probably out
1: pretty much out and if, if the... texas if an unranked Texas beats a number six Oklahoma State. In Stillwater, like at home for Oklahoma State, they will drop from six to about eighteen. Yeah, and it's difficult to I'd get say back. I a little in bit higher, them. but yeah. Okay, but it's difficult to get back in. I want to see they would have to be a chaos where like Alabama lost, Clemson lost, Ohio State lost, where like a whole bunch of one loss teams, and then you kind of start, yeah. and then they would that would assume Oklahoma well, State wins out. This is also the out.
0: first game of their yeah plus exactly. If they drop two, it's over. Yeah, it's, it's very much over. So this is this is a a pivotal game. The next couple are pivotal games for. The Big 12 and yeah. Oklahoma State. If
1: they lose, they're pretty much on life support. The Big
0: W5. Big so. uh, next big, big one is in the Big 10. As we kind of day. before. Uh, whiteout game. Ah, oh, shit. Never mind. Wide whiteout game. There's not going to be any Damn, fans. There's going to be no fans. But, yeah. Uh, number three, Ohio State versus number 18, Penn State. Obviously, Penn State's coming off at a very emotional loss uh, to yes. Indiana. Yep. And then they're going to have to play Ohio State. Ohio State. Immediately. Uh, and that's probably not going to go.
1: No, I don't think it'll go that well. The well, line is 12 and a half. I think I would take Penn State on the points for that. I think Penn State loses, but not by 12. You
0: think so? I, I would take Ohio State. By more than 12? Mm-hmm.
1: No, I think this loss to Indiana and being not embarrassed, but the way they lost, what a fire in their ass, and they play well. And I think, as I said, <clears throat> it's still early. Uh, Ohio State is still figuring shit out. Like, their running game, the defense was up and down last game. I could see him, like, not get hit in the mouth and, like, be losing, but be, like, a close game, like, back and forth type thing.
0: I just don't think Penn State has the offense to keep up with Ohio State.
1: I think they're. No, I don't. I agree and, that they and don't they're
0: have... missing their best player on. Probably on their whole team, Parsons. Yes. The linebacker. Yes. The, he opted the out. Yeah. So. I mean, that's the probably the most important part of your defense, or one of. Yeah, yeah your I up, your I agree linebacker.
1: that, but I I think I I could see Penn State put up points and keep it relatively close, like yeah, I, a ten point game. They get I'll, it within. I'll three. take
0: the over. You take the under.
1: We'll get to see what happens. Oh, over. the twelve and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I think I I take Penn State with, with I the take, points. Yeah, I
0: take Ohio State. You take Penn State. Okay. Cool. Pretty easy. With there. the points. Yeah. Okay. With cool. the points, well, I I take that. Ohio State wins by more than twelve. Yeah, I don't think they went by more than twelve.
1: I think they win, but not by twelve. Um,
0: and then Penn State has a one one loss already. Obviously, yes, it's not a bad loss in a certain sense because it's it was. I mean, it was a close game. close to a corner. Early point. in the season, early in the season, it's not a long season though. It is not a long season. Of the one loss teams. Who has the best chance to make the playoffs at this point?
1: All right, so in order of ranking, Georgia has a loss at fifth. Uh, Texas A&M has a loss at eighth. Florida has a loss at tenth. Miami has a loss at 12.
0: I think you kind of have to cap it there.
1: I was going to say, you're going to go to North Carolina, Kansas State, and Penn State? I don't think so. Um, I think well, the difference... Including Penn State, I guess. Including Penn State, yeah. I think I, I don't
0: think North Carolina has a chance because they yep. have to go through Clemson. for through the, Clemson. Yeah. It's just, Do they I play Notre Dame this year? Huh? Do they play Notre Dame? I don't remember if they play Notre Dame or not. I, well, here's the thing. I don't think any team from the ACC has a shot because they have to go through Clemson. So, if you,
1: so there goes Miami and
0: North Carolina. Yeah. Well, Miami would have to play Clemson again. Yeah. Right? And that's just not going to happen. Um, so... Okay, from so say, from there, you let's say Penn State, AM, And M, Georgia, uh, anyone else.
1: Uh, Penn State, you 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 went over Kansas State, which I don't think really has a chance. Kansas State,
0: I Penn State, uh, yeah, I'm going to put Florida last. I don't think they have a good shot because they're coming out of a weak conference.
1: I was going to say there's a weak conference. That, they lost their losses to um, not Coastal Carolina, is it? It was Georgia, Arkansas, or Arkansas State. Arkansas State, yes. Yeah. Yes, because of barely, the Barry that the I
0: think that's going to be a blemish that they're going to. It's going to be hard, okay. to, like we said, hard to wipe off, and they still have to play some tough teams.
1: Okay, so we have Penn State, Florida, Texas A and M, and Georgia. If you take out the ACC, because I, I agree, Miami already played Clemson. They're not going to beat them again. Sure. So they no, they're not going to lose
0: it. They're going to lose again. So I guess what you have to do is you have to look. Okay, so Georgia-Florida, one of those two teams is going to win their matchup.
1: See, that's the thing. Um, they play not this week, next week. So yeah. there will be a loser between those.
0: Yes. So one of is going to be knocked two. out. Yes. I think Florida has the disadvantage in that game. They, So I, I, I think they're going to have a problem. They're probably going to end up with two losses, and then you'll have Georgia, who will have then a, a, a quality win over a Florida team. Yeah. Um. Uh, Penn State obviously has to play Ohio State this week. That's going to be tough for them to overcome. Yes.
1: I have, as we just talked about. I and they also some. have to. If you have two losses, I think it's virtually impossible to get in unless yeah. if there's chaos. And
0: and they also have to play Michigan.
1: And they also, but I could see them being Michigan.
0: Yeah, I, I think so too. But if you're looking at like who has a more difficult yeah. schedule and a chance to make playoffs, um, if Penn State Penn State already has a loss. Yes. If sir. they lose this weekend they I think, it's pretty much the way it works. Because yep. if Ohio State drops a game, then they'll get into the conference championship yep. over them. That's just how it works. Um, A&M is interesting because their schedule is favorable from here on out. Yes. Um, they have to run the tables, obviously, right? And like we just said, if you have two losses, you're pretty much out. So they have to end the season with one loss. But their most difficult game is probably... Tennessee.
1: They play Arkansas this week. Arkansas, they play... and
0: I, we brought up that Arkansas is actually pretty good. They're, kind they're a blown of. call away from being 3-1. Yeah, a
1: blown call from being 3-1. Um, They're all right. I think they're all right. Game's at Caulfield, though.
0: Here's at Caulfield. Uh, but they might have a good shot. The problem is things have, have to get a little bit weird for AM to make it in.
1: Yeah, because then, like you said, probably Tennessee is a difficult game. Ole Miss, I don't believe in Lane Kiffin yet. There'll be a lot of points probably in that game, but there's their no defense, defense is
0: trash.
1: The, and they'll so,
0: be able to run all yes, over Yes, they'll
1: run all over them, and they'll pass it, I think, all over them. Yes. If,
0: well, we like, don't even need to pass it. They'll you just, don't. They can yeah. run it all over
1: them. And then if we get the run game stopped for them, I mean, I, I think... Yeah. It, I don't believe in Link I think there's something there. I think Link Kippen can do well there, but not right now. Then we have, what do we have? South Carolina, who always is up and down, beats Auburn, then loses to fucking... Who the fuck did they lose to? Tennessee? No, they lost to like Kentucky or some shit.
0: Yeah.
1: And we're, so like South Carolina yeah. don't 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 believe in them. That's what three four. The last two are where it gets interesting because it's LSU. Who and could figure it out? Who could figure it out? There's still four or five games through them so they could figure it out, and then Auburn at the end, which I think isn't good. I don't think Bo Nix is the guy there. Unless they figure it but out. But unless if they figure it out, also. Yeah.
0: So it'll be interesting because they're favored a lot of It's game. interesting because, as
1: you said, if you look at the games, each game, like Penn State has a really tough game this week, could drop. Uh, Georgia and Florida, one of them, has will lose the game in two weeks, so we'll drop. We, or I guess Texas a and has the easiest, like the highest possibility of winning each game going forward. But even then, if Alabama wins out, they will not be in the conference championship. While Penn State theoretically winning this game could get into the conference championship and Georgia slash Florida will get into the championship ideally unless some weird shit happens. Yeah. And they have that route in. But then they also, like, have to play Alabama. So it's more of, like, do you think if you get into the championship game, can – or first off, they have to get there, Florida, Georgia, and Penn State, and then also win it, which would be very difficult for both teams or all three teams. Yes. While A&M's route is more of a easier because we can win all the games, but then we have a little bit of weight, difficult in the sense that we have to wait and see if there's some havoc or some possibility of a non, like an Alabama, what was it? 2017. I think it was where they got in without being in the conference championship. So I see it. I, I, I think of the four, Penn state has the least chance, honestly, because I think they lose this week. And then I, th- I still have Florida winning the East. I'll say Florida beats Georgia every week. I think less of the possibility of that happening, but I still have Florida winning. So I have Florida winning G- Georgia, which then they have to go beat Bama, which I don't know if they
0: can. So I think, I think the thing that you have to look at here too, is um, I think if, if Florida wins, yeah, right, they go play Bama and beat Florida. yep, Right. So that looks good for A&M. Yep. If Georgia wins, they play Bama, their only losses would then be to Bama if, if things go that way. Twice, though. Twice, yeah. Can, can so it, the, the issue becomes which teams are more likely to get two losses. A&M is, has a good chance to finish the season with one loss, Yes. but don't won't go, Both, to, the won't go to the championship. championship. Exactly. So what needs to happen, yeah, is Georgia needs to lose to Alabama a second time, or Florida, mm-hmm. and then Ohio State needs to sweep the tables. Uh, yeah. Clemson needs to sweep, and there's the other conferences kind of devour themselves. Oklahoma loses one of these games. Coming Oklahoma up. State loses a couple. Um, if you have a two loss champion of, of the Big 12, it would be interesting with an undefeated Ohio State, undefeated Clemson, undefeated Alabama, one loss AM with their only loss being to Alabama at their full strength, as in with model, yeah. and then two loss Big 12 champ. And then whatever gets shit out of the Pac-12. The Pac-12 is done. Fuck them. Well, the problem with them is that they just don't have that many games. They don't. And if they have some COVID issues like we've seen with the Big Ten already. Also,
1: the Pac-12 has been trash for years. They never get in. Fuck them.
0: USC and Oregon are probably their, their best their bets.
1: The best bets. And they have to go undefeated. And even then, it's going to be difficult. Gonna be They're probably going to lose one and it won't matter. So, fuck them. What will come down to is, uh, and this is assuming they all went out and everything. Perfect world. But we know college football is not like that. So, we don't know. But we're saying it would be Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State in whatever order. And then it would come down to either us with a one loss, not in the conference championship game, or the two-loss Big 12 champion. Yeah. Which I'm saying the big two-loss Big 12 champion because I'm not assuming it would then be Oklahoma State.
0: Yeah. If Oklahoma State's undefeated, I think they get in... Because they're a, like you said, a quote-unquote power five power conference, five. and they're awesome. undefeated. If they so. lose one or two, then you start getting
1: interested. Because that's literally what happened in 2017 with Alabama. But I yeah. think Ohio State won that year, but they had a loss or two, and it was like, "Well, is that who's, you know, what's the difference there between Alabama and some? We'll yeah. see." Like and, you said,
0: and like we yeah, we're, we're also talking. These teams have to run the tables, run the tables you know, yeah. basically. Yeah. AM has to run the tables. Yeah, um, I mean,
1: Georgia could lose to South Carolina yeah. or some fluke, or
0: Florida could lose to Tennessee some fluke, and yep. then none of this matters. Yep. So, I mean, we'll, <laughs> have, we'll have these discussions all oh, season it'll be long. Uh, it'll get really interesting kind of by the end of the season once we have a better resume for most of these teams. Who knows, the Pac-12, one of the teams could really distance themselves, and we might be talking I just don't, Oregon or USC. Unless if
1: or Oregon or USC or whatever, unless the Pac-12 champion goes undefeated and just – destroys teams on the way. I don't see it happening.
0: The the
1: imbalance of having, what, six games, seven games versus 11 doesn't make sense to me. So I don't think they have a chance, unfortunately.
0: I don't think so. Um, So kind of moving or switching gears here to some of the other things that are happening in the sports world. Um, Starting with kind of one of the big headlines of the NFL was – Andy Dalton getting absolutely destroyed. It was that. Like, that dude got clocked as he slid. Yes. And got knocked out. Yes. And since then, right, there's been all of this bullshit. Hoopla. Hoopla. Mike McCarthy, their head coach, calls out their team, calls out the Cowboys, and says, basically, why didn't you guys empty the bench and go fight this dude? Stand so up for your quarterback. Now, the, the coaching staff and the players are definitely going to have a feud, right? I think Mike McCarthy's seat's already getting hot. Um, they're screwed. They're, you know, Andy Dalton's out for <laughs> the next probably couple games with a concussion. You can't get knocked unconscious and not be concussed. Yes. Like, but the, the big thing is them not fighting. I don't know what your thoughts are on on that statement.
1: Yeah, I mean, so I mean that's my team, the Washington football team now. It's a stupid name, I fucking hate it. Anyways, they should fucking figure out a name. Figure it out, Jesus. Um, but anyways, um, yes, I saw that play. So before we get into the don thing, I saw that play and immediately was like, that's we're, that's unacceptable. Like you need to eject that guy. That guy needs to get fined. Apparently, he's not gonna get suspended more than just that game. He should have gotten suspended at least another game or two and gotten. A paycheck or two removed like that's uncalled for done sliding doesn't matter what's going on it's not called for it, first off second off to the point um, yes there's some beef going on there apparently before this game I think the week before somebody and it was anonymous player or two or three said that they um, didn't really believe in the coaching staff they told this like a reporter uh, kept it anonymous and was like they don't teach They don't adjust to any of the play calls or any of what the other team is doing. Um, So essentially they're losing the locker room there. And then I think because of that, Mike McCarthy threw it on them and was like, well, if your quarterback got destroyed and, like you said, concussed, like he was out cold for a few minutes and nobody really like fought or like did anything about it why didn't they do that? So now I think it's like a back and forth, which you never want that. As a coach you, you can't do that, obviously.
0: Well so outside of the the dynamic within the team, do you think that the Cowboys players should have retaliated? I don't think the they moment? should
1: have retaliated, but they should have kinda of gotten in your face. Like, you know, you're in you're in the heat of the moment, um, like adrenaline's running and stuff, and like that is your quarterback. If you are a unit or a team, like we've been in teams and stuff like you I mean, not, you're not the bestest friend for everybody, but if you're in a unit or a team and you're going to battle with these players and then outrageously, and I keep on saying, like, uncalled for play happens, you should at least kind of be, like, offended about it and try to do something about it. I get, like, not getting into a fight because it, it has more fire and more altercations, potentially more flags and more fights and stuff that's not needed, obviously, but it should at least do something, like, get you, like, emotional, get you, like, rattled. Um, but to your point of Mike McCarthy, no, he shouldn't have called him out like that. Um, kind of dumb, but yeah, there's something there. The The players don't like him apparently or don't believe in him. McCarthy's kind of calling out the players, so there's a back and forth. That seat is really hot right now. They asked Jerry Jones about it. Jerry Jones got heated about being asked about it, really, and I was like, well, why would you get – it's a valid question. Like, do you think your leadership is missing any kind of like – was offended. Jay Jones and, is a leadership problem. Yes. If you want to get to that discussion, that's the actual reason. But he got kind of offended and mad about it and was like, "Yeah, it was not good." So I think, yes, the seat is is there. I don't think McCarty's the guy for that job. And I don't know. We'll see. That team is was bad and just getting to worse. Just going in the wrong fucking way. And at this rate, they're gonna end up three and thirteen. Like. Oh yeah.
0: Well, I think I think the um, I think if that had been Dak Prescott I think they would have probably reacted the yeah. way that people would have expected because he's right? more of the leader, you the know, actual leader. Um Andy Dalton just got kind of transplanted on that team and people probably just weren't connecting with him. But as an old lineman, the I I was you know, I think most people could probably attest that The O-line has some weird, like, duty to always protect Protect the quarterback. That's what they do. And so if their quarterback gets cheap-shotted, you just have to attack them. Right? I mean, it happened to Miles Garrett when he booped Mason Rudolph. It happened with Steve Young, like, 25 years ago. Forever ago. I mean, it's just, it's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to go attack the guy that just fucked up your quarterback. Yeah. They didn't. I think it's really just, yeah, like I said, it shows the just cracks in that. Oh, yeah, I think it's there's,
1: there's a bigger issue boiling up there. Um, and like many people have said, Mike McCarthy might not be the guy for that job. I think it's too early as it's his first season to fire him now, also with the injuries and all that going on. But, I mean, if you continue like this and they only win a couple more games and it's as dysfunctional, then, yeah, I mean, I think he's going to get fired and we're going to see somebody else there.
0: So another another topic, and it's still early on, obviously, but quick yes or no or, or, you know, which side are you on? At this point, who has won Belichick or Brady?
1: Oh, the Belichick-Brady breakup? Yep. Belichick-Brady breakup. Uh, right now, uh, Tom Brady's winning the shit out of that.
0: Oh, yeah. Because the Patriots look bad. Cam Newton looks bad.
1: Cam Newton looked good for the first couple of games, and then not, can't hit a receiver to save his life. And
0: since the beginning, where they looked pretty good, after week three, Tom Brady's looked Yeah, the good. past
1: three, four games, he's playing and really he's just well. And getting more and
0: more weapons now. Manny yeah, and he Antonio Brown. Brown. Yeah. Um, and so now they're looking kind of, kind of dangerous yeah. for the remainder of the season. They look so we'll, pretty good. We'll I mean,
1: hopefully it moves moves forward, and hopefully the Patriots figure it out. But yeah, as of right now today, Bill Belichick is losing that one for sure. Yeah. Unfortunately.
0: Yeah. And. uh, I mean, there aren't a lot of great games this weekend other than uh, Steelers uh, at the Ravens. Steelers-Ravens is going to be a game. close game. Steelers have lost on unbeaten teams. team. Ravens kind of need to prove themselves, I think. Yeah. They're they're still doing really well. They've You're got a good record, But I don't think for some reason they've dropped off and people haven't really been talking about them so much. I think it's partially because of the Seahawks and the mm-hmm. Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And all that stuff, and, and Packers, there was a lot of undefeated Titans, teams with the Titans and the Steelers, and, Steelers. and now there's only one uh, undefeated team, The Steelers, and and they have a chance to knock them off. So that's a that's a big game to look out for. Yep. Um, like I said, there's the games this weekend are you know,
1: they're all right. I mean, they're they there's some good decent games, you know. But yeah, I mean that's probably the best game. Um, we'll try to see if Lamar's for real, this year he's kind of been lackluster compared to last year. Um, I
0: have him on both of my fantasy leagues, and I'm trying to trade his ass. Okay, there you go. I was gonna
1: say, you're gonna say something about that? Yeah, I'm
0: trying to. If, if anybody wants to trade, if anyone's looking for a trade, if anyone's looking for a trade, I'm gonna do cross, cross leagues. I wish, I wish.
1: No, in, in, yeah, in, in one of my leagues, well, I have Colin Murray in both, so dudes pop it off.
0: I have Colin Murray, and I've Across both of my leagues, I've got Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray, and then Lamar in both. Oh, there you go. So, oh, that's bad. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. yeah, no, I, yeah. It, 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 that's the best
1: game. We'll see Lamar ifs real. He's kind of been lackluster, like I said, but I have the Ravens in the game.
0: Yep. So, Well, uh, that's all this week. Um, catch you guys next week. Uh, should be an interesting week in college football. Uh, we're going to kind of get a real good idea of the landscape. Hey yo, um,
1: catches at the College Station uh, this weekend for the Arkansas game. Northgate after the game, catches. <laughs> hey uh, so
0: catches. Uh, yo, Catches yo. I'm
1: this, Eric. This is Berto. Catches this, on Northgate after the game totally on Saturday. Bi- <laughs> <laughs> this was totally biased. Deuces. <laughs>